Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 5th of May. India registered 3275 COVID-19 cases and 55 linked deaths in the last 24 hours according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh with 19719 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5 lakh 23000. The active cases comprise 0.05% of the total infections, while the recovery rate is at 98.74%. So far, India has administered 189 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 86.2 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 512 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million, according to the World Health Organization. Internet services in Rajasthan's Bhilwara city have been suspended for 24 hours today, ANI reported. This followed an incident on May 4th where a group of men allegedly attacked two people on a motorcycle. The motorcycle was then set on fire while those attacked suffered minor injuries. While speaking to the media, Bhilwara's district collector Ashish Modi said that the matter was being investigated. He also appealed to people to not pay heed to rumours and maintain peace in the area. The incident in Bhilwara follows communal clashes in Jodhpur on Eid, after which a curfew was imposed and the internet suspended in the district. 100 people have been arrested so far in connection with the Jodhpur violence, Hindustan Times reported. Today, Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot took a dig at the BJP and said that the party along with the RSS were quote-unquote planning to incite violence in Karoli, Jodhpur and Ramgarh, the Hindustan Times reported. He said, and I quote, they are setting agenda. They were planning to incite riots in Karoli, Jodhpur and Ramgarh. We took timely action and due to that only small incidents occurred, but we've arrested culprits and will not spare anyone. We will not allow violence in the state. Unquote. Meanwhile, on Wednesday, chairperson of the National Commission for Minorities, Iqbal Singh Lalpura, said that none of the recent clashes which have taken place across the country were communal in nature and were isolated incidents which quote-unquote involved a group of criminal elements. Listeners, the last month has seen a rise in cases of communal violence across the country. On April 16th, New Delhi's Jahangir Puri also witnessed trouble after a Hanuman Jayanti procession. Amid allegations of biased state action, read my colleague Akanksha Kumar's profile of the main accused, Ansar, on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Local Criminal, Good Samaritan or Aspiring Neta, Who's Ansar, the Main Accused in Jahangir Puri Violence. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as Rs 300 only. Pay to keep news free. Today, a court in Gujarat convicted Vadgam MLA Jignesh Mewani and nine others in a 2017 case where he had taken out an Azadi march, the Indian Express reported. Those convicted have been sentenced to three months in jail and have been fined 10,000 rupees each. In July 2017, Mewani and the others had taken out a rally from Mehsana to Banaskantha to mark one year of the flogging of Dalits in Una, 
where upper caste men had assaulted seven members of the Sarvaya family for skinning a dead cow in 2016. Apart from Mewani, NCP leader Reshma Patel is among those convicted. According to the Hindustan Times, Congress leader Kanaiya Kumar was also one of the accused, but has a separate trial on him since he was not present at the time of framing of charges. Last week, Mewani was released on bail from Assam, where he was jailed for allegedly tweeting against Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Later, he was re-arrested for allegedly assaulting a policewoman who was part of the team which had taken him to Assam. He was released on bail for the second time on Saturday. The Supreme Court today pushed the hearing of a bunch of petitions challenging the constitutional validity of the sedition law to May 10th, live law reported. A bench of Chief Justice N. V. Ramana and Justices Suryakant and Hema Kohli have decided to consider whether a larger bench is required for the case. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, who was appearing for the centre, requested for an extension of a week to formalise its stand on the petitions. The court has granted the centre time till May 9th to file a response on the pleas. During the hearing, Attorney General for India, K.K. Venugopal, said that provisions of the law needed to be retained and that guidelines needed to be issued to prevent its misuse. He said, and I quote, Your lordships know what is happening in the country. Yesterday, somebody was detained under this section just because they wanted to chant Hanuman Chalisa. So, guidelines have to be there to prevent misuse. Unquote. TMC MP Mahua Moitra took to Twitter and slammed Solicitor General Mehta for seeking an extension. Moitra has also filed a separate petition which seeks to strike the law down. In her post, she said, and I quote, Shameful how Solicitor General wakes up every morning and comes to court only to stall hearings and buy time for Government of India in the most urgent cases. He says he still needs more time to file a reply. Hilarious if it were not so tragic. Unquote. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said today that civilians will have to be dug out from bunkers under a steelworks in Mariupol after a Russian bombardment littered the area with debris, Reuters reported. Russia had promised to stop attacks at Azovstal in the daytime today and the next two days to allow civilians to escape. According to Reuters, Ukrainian military have said that a quote-unquote bloody battle had prevented civilians from evacuating. However, Russia has maintained that a humanitarian corridor was intact. In an address held this morning, Zelensky said, and I quote, It will take time simply to lift people out of those basements, out of those underground shelters. In the present conditions, we cannot use heavy equipment to clear the rubble away. It also has to be done by hand, unquote. Russia has increased attacks in the southern and eastern part of the country, including the Azovstal steelworks in the port city of Mariupol. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.